What's happening, everybody? It's time for another episode of Too Hard for the Radio, transmitting from the future free state of greater Idaho. I am the one-armed madman. And with me today, I forgot to ask his last name, but hes it's Elias. We got Elias the history buff on with us today. How are we doing, Elias? Well, I'm well, and the last name is classified for the oh. time being. Then good. <laughs> so then I'm not in, and then I'm not that in the wrong. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfectly fine. Right and on. Me, I, am, I am stationed at what I love to call the Rotten Apple. Oh. Great, famous city of New York. Yep. Just in case you didn't figure that out. Right. I'm not shaking your head. Um, yeah. Are you upstate or are you in the city? Oh, no, no. I'm in city. Oh, city. man. So you're in the thick of it. You know, I I spent uh, five years in San Francisco, so I can relate to that. Like, I live in Idaho now, and I'm out in the middle of nowhere. Not really. I live in kind of a neighborhood, but San Francisco is a fun place to live, you know? It, as much shit as it gets, like, well, human shit and actual shit talked about it, it's a great place to live and, like, so much fun. I loved the, you know, the music and the art and the culture and all of that. It, you know, it, it's an amazing place to live. And I was there in... in Let's see, I was there from 2011 to 2015. So it was a different world back then, especially in San Francisco. Oh, uh, yeah. And the only thing I could just add is being uh, what well, used to be proud um, New Yorker. It's it's impossible to be proud right. unless you're delusional and downright crazy. And this is coming for someone who's not even the left or the right. It's just someone who is a centrist that got some damn sense left. Yeah, right. Right, Frank. Um, Not a lot of those around anymore. No, no. I think that's why, ironically, I get the appeal and the hate at the same time. Oh, yeah. Uh, I I, I cloud both sides of the aisle. I really don't give a shit about their approval. If anything, I take their hate as I am, I'm going in the right direction. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you there. I'm a libertarian. Well, actually, for the purposes of this conversation, uh, I'm actually a radical anarchist. So that kind of you know, we'll frame things a little better for the way I look at history. But yeah, same thing. Like I grew up in Northern California with like just right wingers everywhere. And like most of the time they're like, yeah, go, you go. And then I'll say something that they don't like. And it's just like, what is wrong with you? You're a moron. Yeah, I can relate to that with more left-leaning people. So are you crazy? Sure. Are you delusional? I said, oh. So no, you're the crazy one. I so I can just point to the facts right now. So I so I'm not afraid of you. And then I even gamble friendships I've known for a decade. So listen, to me, the truth is more important than this. So yeah, yeah. My friends from San Francisco think I'm insane. Like literally, if you ask him, they'd be like, "Oh, he was a good guy when we knew, but somehow he moved to Idaho and went insane." Uh, I think they're going to blame the potato or something. I don't know. Absolutely. Gonna... Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You ate the bad potato. Um, I mean, they, they just think I, um, I don't know. My, my brain is damaged. No, nah, it's better than before, but you know. Yeah. So how'd you get into history? Oh, that's an interesting story. How I got into history. That was more of, that was more by accident. Cause I was just, I was more to the science and math in the beginning. I realized I wasn't as good as math. And my scientific knowledge was nothing special. It was functional, but nothing special. But history caught my attention. I think it's just the storytelling of people, getting to understand the past and then connected it to now, especially um, 
Wow, what was the first one that got me into history? Wow, it was, it was actually that while back. It'll come back to me if I actually sure. remember. There you go. You see now, now that's the right. lack of focus there. You see, I manage expectations. <laughs> I'm not going to um, bullshit you. It's like, oh, you got a perfect memory that surpasses an average elephant. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's not happening. Uh, I'm going to tell you the truth. Rather you like it or I like it or not, <laughs> sometimes my own detriment. Um, but no, I got into history, and this is going to sound extremely lame, but I'll just say the History Channel. Oh, yeah, history dude. I watched the, that was my shit when I was growing up. I watched the History Channel. I watched Discovery. Like you, I was a little more into like science and aliens and like space travel and stuff like that. But no, I was all over, like that was great TV when you look like you're about my age. I'm 37. Like that was great TV when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. You'd be right to guess um, that, you know, we were in a similar age range. I'd probably say a couple of years younger. Sure. But yeah, but the thing, yeah, but History Channel is one that got me hooked because it's, it's just storytelling, company with the art, and that just grabbed, that just grabbed my attention. Wow, this is how people lived back then. And I kind of intuitively, of course, not. Oh, if you try, if you try to tell me particularly that as a kid, I won't be able to tell you that. So, oh, it's this thing and that thing, and maybe this thing and that thing sounds the same. That'll be my quote unquote amazing vocabulary. But now I could obviously piece that together. So yeah, because people live in the past, they give us lessons that we often ignore. This is why we're going through this. I mean, I could just happily, you know, go after. New York or Massachusetts State, especially the city that I'm in. I'm at the thick of the migrant dysfunction. Yeah. Um, mostly Biden's fault, but I I'll blame I blame I blame the entire Congress. I even blame even the Republicans are fractally actually stand up with that. So both of them get the blame. Even though the even though the Democrats fucked it up loyally. Way more than Republicans, but Republicans kind of did nothing, especially the more neocon establishment wing of the party. There was only a few of those real conservatives that were just open, were just being vocal about it. And me, I'm as pro-immigrant as anybody, but that fucking border needs to be fixed. It's crazy. We haven't, you know, we're getting so much unknowns in there if i'm going to use a nice language no fuck i'm not going to use nice language yeah. i'm going to wear the more demonic chaotic hat today absolutely they're getting terrorists um smugglers drug dealers gangs and they must be portrayed as helpless people no i see a lot of them that have I don't even care. I'd be called uh, racist. Even though I have minority, my DNA, I yeah. have a good amount of Latino, but I don't give a shit. If you're being called racist, it's because you're doing something right. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like a badge I, of honor. If I, if I had an article written about me tomorrow that called me a white supremacist, I'd hang it on the wall because I know I'm, 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 you know, hitting the right mark at some point. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. And no, yeah, one of them called me a defender of white supremacy. Said, "Oh, have yeah. you checked my skin color? Logic. Yeah. Why would I be supporting white supremacy? I mean, let's just go to the bare logic. I mean, I think even that's too much for our average um, snowflake. Both the left and the right, they both they got their own snowflakes. Oh yeah. Uh, yep, yeah, and, and then we all, and then I think just to 
be misunderstood or misconstrued because they, they decide to hear it differently. You can't control how people want to hear it, take the damn message. Um, I gotta say, oh, in my opinion, no, but once I know it's fact, I'm gonna say it's a fact in here. I'm gonna say this article. So I'm not look, facts don't care about my feelings or anybody else's feelings, you know, and, and but let me get back to the the whole history. Yeah, let's talk some history thing. here. Yeah, yeah. Before I could just I could just easily jump to politics and go on. Yeah, me too. Let's let's do some history and then we'll hit politics at the end because I'm the yeah. same way. I can scream about these morons all day, but oh, yeah, history yeah, is yeah, so yeah. important because it's like it, it's so hard to know where you're going and what you should be doing if you don't know where you've been. And you know, one of my favorite one of my favorite quotes is Orwell. He who controls the past controls the future. He who controls the future controls the past. And uh, that's why I, I wore my PSYOP versus everybody shirt today because I, I, I feel like history is a massive PSYOP in a lot of ways. Like it's – the revisionists are are held are held at high high regards where the people who are actually digging in and looking at, at real history are, are marginalized for the most part. Oh, yeah, I think that explains the, my first wave of hate because I decided to look at the history, try not to be laced with the blue, the blue flavor, the red flavor, or the rainbow flavor narrative that's going to screw everything up. I mean, I don't know how, and I'm going to bash um, this idiot um, Gen Z historian. Um, I can already tell he's disqualified to be a historian. I Me, mean, I'm not an official um, historian. I just tend to be good at analyzing history. Sure. But I, I don't need the damn credential. I, I don't need the damn thing. I, I know who I am. I know my self-worth. This idiot, Gen Zer, not all Gen Zers. So if you want to attack me, go right ahead. You're emotional morons, many of you anyways. <laughs> they, this stupid kid, has um so he got easily influenced i think he was putting he was talking about he was one of those wokesters people of color kind of language the woke language actually disgusts me to the 10th power um, i mean i'm very anti-woke i make that very clear even my podcast i'm very anti-woke i mean i could talk to a leftist no problem but if you're gonna try to subjugate me to these idiotic pronouns or even the woke language in religion you got another thing coming, and I don't get a shit about hosting or even serving from there. Um, if you're gonna subject me into nonsense, and that'll be the same for the right to go to pale conservative far right all nonsense. If you're gonna be an extremist, I'm an anti-extremist. You come with crazy point of views, I'll be. I am mostly ready to clamp down on that nonsense. But you see, now I'm losing focus. Okay, this yeah, right. idiot. He was he was already connecting racist events. That had nothing to do with the book, but now and then he even said it to his own self snitch. Okay, urbanites, keep up with me here. He was complaining these two events as represent. Oh, how this country was racist. So look, this country has racist moments, no doubt, but the entire country is not racist. No, it's let's crazy. stop with that nonsense. That's nonsense that this whole country is racist, and that's what the far left is pushing. I've clapped back on that. And I say, if anything, and this is going to even piss off many of the race, many of the races off. I've dealt with racism from black people, even other Latino people, white people, and Asian people. It's a human thing, okay? It's not just oh, whites oppressing black people. No, no, I, I haven't seen it the other way around. 
I said, stop with the nonsense. Stop with this whole blanketing, blanketing all, all white people are demonic, which is racist too, obviously, if you want to go by the real definition of it. And no, that's why I was even called a white supremacist once because I was defending the right woman who ended up being right. I said, no, I got to defend what's right. Yeah. You know, you're just attacking her. She's adopting you. You could have just, you could have just stood in that shitty foster care system. So show a little damn gratitude. You could express your frustration about being a, you know, a black person. Fine, you could express that. But if you're gonna demonize her an entire white race, that is racist. Yeah, and there's there are examples of systemic racism in this country. Gun control, like gun control, was designed as a racist you know, means of, of keeping black people from arming themselves. And we see in every major urban city in this country, people are just killing each other because they're not allowed to legally carry a firearm, you know? Yeah. You see, that's a very good. And I'll even add the red zone once in a while, you know, like the red line, the, the, the zoning laws to say, yeah, they were based on racism. There's racist things that's happening. Yeah. But when racism. they point to racist I, things, it's thing crazy. That's- like the things they point to are nuts. They actually don't like hone in on actual things that could be changed to improve, you know, the lives of, of black or Hispanic people. They want to, you know, force a college to admit more of one race than another. That's their way of, of fixing racism, not giving you a way to protect your home, your family and your property. Oh yeah. Those. Yeah. You know, I stopped equating Harvard to actual geniuses a long time ago, especially with discriminating Asian. You're talking about anti-Asian with their admission rates. I mean, that's as clear as day. And I'm happy that the that those Asian people won because they worked hard to get those admissions, all right? The vast majority of them. And you know, and the reason why certain races are not, you know, succeeding, I say, yeah, you want to say the neighborhood, yeah, tough lifestyle, but even some of those overcome that. You know, it's culture and sense of priority I see. That's the big difference. And some of these neighborhoods is about being the biggest, baddest thug is more important than anything else. And a lot of them get killed. I mean, because, yep. of course, the criminals, they don't play by the rules. They Never don't give will. a rat's ass about the gun. Well, yeah, they're going to come there with their Uzis and shotguns or what have you, and they're going to start blasting each other, and sometimes even among their own race. Actually, a lot of times it's among their own race. So, yeah. you know, you want to look at that, you know. Listen, I mean, you're, you're right. Look, racist thing has happened in this country, and there's still certain racist things that are going on. But, and this is why I even tell some friends I still have on the left. You have to be specific and clear. Because if you're going to put too much nuances right at the beginning of conversation, even someone like me who could keep up with it, I don't have the patience. I am not the most patient person in the world. I can't even throw a little, I have, I have too much, um, you know, sauce or spice in my damn system to be yeah. so freaking patient. All right, Kansas. Yeah. Hi, Cornu, get to the fucking point already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, what the hell? Like, and yet, like, I don't, have, I, don't have, I don't have time for this shit. And the narrative we're fed to the point. This is why you win nobody. This is why the race argument is falling apart. Oh yeah, go right. Yeah, ahead. and I was gonna say like the things that we're taught about race in this country are just so wrong. Like the way we're we're taught about the Civil War is like there was these evil Southerners who wanted slaves, and there were these 
brilliant, smart, and caring Northerners that just wanted them to be free, when that was never the case. Abraham Lincoln was on record saying, like, if I could keep the Union and slavery, that would be the best option, but we can't do that. So, you know, it, this, the whole war was really about secession. You know, you had a federal government that didn't want another government to exist in its same geographical region. It was a power play. It had nothing to do with, with you know, there were real abolitionists out there. There was a guy, Lysander Spooner, who was a, a brilliant dude. He was a um, abolitionist. He started a company delivering mail when the only person in, or only people in the country that were allowed to, to deliver mail was the post office. So, you know, you, you can be the best abolitionist in the country, but if you go against the government, your name will be forgotten. Yeah, you know, it's funny. That's why I take a second dive in these things. Because, of course, I could have went along with the main, we both know what the mainstream narrative is. Oh, yeah. it was a slave. Mm -hmm. I mean, even college sisters would debunk that. Real quick, well, I had a woman running for Senate in California come on here and tell me that the Republican Party's, uh, you know, origin story was freeing the slaves. And it's like, holy crap, if that's our senators that are going to say that, like, what hope do we have at school? Sorry, but <laughs> cut you off. No, 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 go right ahead. And you know, it's funny. I did pay attention to that interview. I was actually very interesting because California is, of course, is a super blue, a super <laughs> Democrat state overall, even though there's pockets of red and Republican, like Northern California, like you previously mentioned. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, no, that's very important to mention that because when I look at, when I dig in the first Minority politicians were Republican. Yeah. Black and Latino. Well, the first one will be Mexican. So sadly, even though I am Puerto Rican descent, I can't fully take that credit. But I'll just take the credit <laughs> of Latino. That's close enough. Was, you know, yeah, it's up. But still, they were the first to have minorities in there. Not the Democrats. Yeah. So, you know, not that I'm, you know, not that I'm praising Republicans. I got my issues with them um as well, especially people like McConnell, that gobbler. Um, who just tends to freeze. I mean, him and Biden, they, they should just quit, um, but they won't for so many other reasons. But yeah. I I am not against that. But back to this whole civil civil war thing. Yeah, I agree for the um the power grab, and that's that's what makes the most sense. The slavery thing was just a false there. It's just a, it was just more of an after afterthought exactly. to remove the remove the power and do the severe economic damage to the foe. Yeah. Because so, you know, that, that's why I see it. So, look, government don't do things because it's good and moral. It's because there's a strategic purpose behind it. And that's why one has to think about it. So if you pro-government bros, you know, you're not the good guys, just saying. You know, you're not saying a right-winger there, but you're not exactly good guys. But have you done certain good with certain policies? Yeah, with a question mark. But for the most part, it has to be a strategy behind. It. Yeah, All it's right? it's to increase their power and control. Yeah. Yeah. So that's let's talk good right. guys and bad be, guys. Not to be nice. Yeah, let's yeah. talk good guys and bad guys for a minute. Let's go bad guys first. Worst president in history. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, that's a good one, right? That is such a good one. I do have a couple of them in mind. I'm thinking between... Andrew Jackson Ooh. and Woodrow Wilson. Oh, you got it. That was mine. That was mine. Woodrow Wilson. He's the worst. He's the worst, man. 
if you talk about racism in your face on steroids, yeah, he's your guy. I think Andrew Jackson's more like the the preview to that. If yeah. you want that connection. I yeah. But and Woodrow I, Wilson yeah, was also the birth of the intellectual. He was the first intellectual president. He was the president of Harvard. He was a, an author. So this was like the first time where they were like, hey, look, this guy is better than you. He's smarter than you. He can plan your business better than you. So this was like for him, so many bad things like hey, World War One. Like there was no reason for us to get into World War One. That was just stupid. Like and then. You know, this is the birth of progressivism. Like you said, probably the one of, if not the most racist president of our time, was the first progressive president. And his whole his whole freaking goal was let's kill this independent individualist spirit that we have in America. We need to get rid of private property, private business, and we need to put everybody into a factory. And essentially, let's just turn America into this giant factory. You don't need to be riding horses or owning a Harley or drinking beer. Like you need to be being productive for society and doing your job. And that was kind of where, you know, this whole Prussian school system came into play where they're just training kids to be good factory workers or not any more factory. Now it's just, you know, an office worker. We're going to train you. I just graduated from um, a local school here in, in Idaho. I, I, after I got hurt, they put me through schools like a retraining. I never would have went if, you know, I had to pay for it, but I got paid to go. So I was like, this will be a great opportunity to go and study the enemy. And they actually, the main campus for my school is in a Walmart parking lot. So like, not only are they training you to work at the Walmart instead of building your own Walmart, but it's right next door. Wow, it's about in your face, right? Become a obedient little worker, um, yeah. And you know, it's funny. I used to be pro public education. Of course, when I was young, I didn't know better. But ooh, the more I was in college, the more I was discovering things. That my God, this is gross. Have the mainstream society pushing everybody to get college? Degree, like, like as if it's your only way to be successful. So I've met a couple of people already in my life that could easily debunk that. I mean, one with high school diploma, one with no diploma. They are, I would say financially, they're even doing better than me. All right. So that debunks that right away. Um, yeah, they, I mean, that was so deceptive. But, you know, I, I'm tough myself to say, you know what, I should have researched, I should have done better because I'm pretty, I'm a pretty damn good researcher, but I get lazy and that's what they take advantage of. They, you know, because people want things done and quick and that's why they perform a narrative. They put a narrative for you. They put a narrative for you so they could do the thinking for you. And it's like that you could go and, you know, just play along with the status quo, preserve that status quo. Until you get dead, obviously. And then they just replace you with someone of the new generation or a migrant. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. 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 So I I think yes, yeah, schools is more of a it's a pre-factory, if you will, just training up more workers. And I think this is why some kids I know that they they rebel against it. I I get what they're coming from emotionally. Um I, I don't, you know. I, I, you know, I, I don't even know what's the alternative really. I was like, yeah, I, yeah. I get, I get you, but if you act of that, if you act 
if you act up, sadly, the cops are going to get you. And, you know, I look at the end result and that's why I try not to act out unless I really, unless it's, <laughs> I'm back to the corner. And I have been a few times and people just be surprised about, because I present myself as a somewhat clean cut, nerd, soft spoken, but oh shit, put me in the corner, push me. My gangster side, all that stuff that I picked up in the hood, pop, it just comes right out. Yeah. Like freaking like zero to 100 real quick. Then in that real New York accent, I said, listen, motherfucker, you ain't gonna get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. And I said, oh, you do it. It's like, yo, you better finish this shit or I'm gonna finish it for you, you weak piece of shit, you pussy ass motherfucker. <laughs> I, I, I go off the wall. Oh, yeah. I'm with you, dude. I, 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 I no, I, and and I did got to a couple of fights during the the pandemic. But I I got I got episodes on that about how I freaking just lost and smacked smacked the shit out of one of them. I mean, I forget how I got such a good a decent left hook on one of them because you know I'm you know I I do exercise with some fighting here and there. You know, just 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 to keep um stamina up, even though I'm shedding some fat. Amen, because. I just need to. It's good for your health. Um, stop glorifying obesity, people. It's not good for you. It's scientifically bad for you. There's just so much studies, and yet you still believe in body positivity. The only thing I agree with body positivity is um, people should not be fat shame, but otherwise, don't glorify fat shame as if it's the next level of human evolution. It's not. It's going to get you killed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fat shame. It's so yeah. wild. Like I, um, talking about like school, dude, all through high school, like I knew when I was done with high school, like I was done. That's it. Like I'm never going back again, but you still have that guidance counselor in your ear telling you, if you don't go to college, you're stupid, you know? And the plan was that I was going to go and, and get a utility job after a couple of years of racing dirt bikes out of high school, but then they changed their whole system and I couldn't get in. So I ended up going to college. This is like I finally graduated this one, but three times I went. And when I was in college in San Francisco, the whole thing was like body positivity. And I remember getting into an argument with this girl who was like 350 pounds in school and, and just being like, you aren't healthy. Like, I, I don't care if you don't like Victoria's Secret, that whatever, like, you are going to die 30 years younger than that woman. Like there, there's just no way that you can argue that that is not true. And it was so wild. And back then, like the teacher that I had was really good. She just kind of let us argue about it until it got a little out of control. And man, just five years later, getting into school in Idaho, it was more progressive here in Idaho than it was five years, 10 years previous in San Francisco. Yep, and that's yep. I already did studies on colleges across the board, even the most red states. Well, obviously the blue states. That's a that's like a uh, a free marker if you're playing bingo for them. But yeah, even the red states. Yeah, I'm shocked just to hear about how transgenderism and all this wackiness is promoted in colleges, even red states. I think Oklahoma has got to have one of their top position filled by a quote-unquote transgender person say oh you're yeah. Oklahoma you're like R plus 20 across state 
and this is happening i said yeah this is a college campus this is why uh yeah this is why i gotta be careful where you, you know where your young person's going because yeah. they're learning about oh i could be i could be identified as a freaking dog and my pronouns could be wolf wolf <laughs> nonsense is that and no it's nonsense and i made such a joke about it i mean i think I have most of transgender people just get away from me, which is um don't get me wrong, everyone got a right to life. You have a right even to that what you call a lifestyle, but just don't shove it down my throat. You want to do it in your clubs? Fine. Yeah. I will never, you know, I don't preach depth to those folks. I mean, that's my limit right there. I I'll even defend them if they're um in the right. Yeah. Um, you know, and this is coming from a well, I might as well call, it, call myself a cursing Christian. Yeah. Um, at this point, um, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm flawed as fuck. Yeah. I you identify know? as a two-handed person. If you can't see my left hand, you're a bigot, and that's your problem. Well, I'm bigot that I can't <laughs> see that. You know. Where yeah, we have it? we have multiple child's um, like transgender clinics in Boise. Like we have St. Luke's and St. Al's are like the two major hospitals and they both have clinics downtown. I, uh, I was considering like calling and just, you know, giving them the rundown and see if I could get anything juicy from them, but it's illegal. So, you know, I can't record them. Even if I got something juicy, I wouldn't have been able to publish it. So, all right. Now let's go to the good guys. Let's go to the big, the good guys, best president in history. Oh, Man, that's uh that is a tough one. But I do have a couple of names in mind. Um, I know he was mentioned in a Republican debate because he did nothing. Essentially just kept the thing flowing. So for the right would be Calvin Coolidge. Yeah, I like it. Um, and then for me, I would say because he was getting he was getting the rundown, he was setting some of the trends. I will even add freaking George Washington for me. Really. Yeah, yeah. Why not? He he was a he was an impressive man. You know that's something that you can't really say about. I mean, you could say that like people love or hate Trump, but like just objectively, like I don't love or hate Trump. I think he's funny. Like I like I think he's funny, but he's an impressive guy. Like he's done a lot. Like he's you know. He's an impressive guy for the most part. Comparing to him like a Joe Biden. I look at Joe Biden and I see a sleazebag ambulance chasing lawyer who got into, you know, the Senate early. Like if you put if you didn't know who he was and you just said, which one of these guys is the president and which one's a sleazebag lawyer? Like you'd pick sleazebag lawyer for him every time. But yeah, Washington was an impressive. A lot of those guys were impressive. You know, uh, Thomas Jefferson. Some of the stuff that he wrote was just incredible. And I mean, yeah. young guy. That was the third one I was going to add. Yeah, young Tom guy, too, which is so impressive to me. Like, I, I heard, I watched the, the debate too. as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was watching something earlier today that was talking about how we, if you put um, a picture of Thomas Edison and Nikola Tesla in a in a classroom as like, this is somebody that you look up to. You'd be like, what are you, what are you talking about? These are, you know, they did bad things, good things. That's what we had in my line school that I went to. We had pictures of those guys. In public schools, you've got pictures of presidents everywhere, and we we venerate them like they're gods. And 
Thomas Jefferson would have found that disgusting. He would have he would have just found that abhorrent that we are treating him and these other politicians like gods. Yeah, it it is. No, I mean, I don't wear my Christian hat. That is just sinful, period. It is capital sin. I mean, if you want to say the worst sin, replacing God with something else is the worst sin. It's even worse than murder, transgenders, all that. They're bad. But if you want to put the worst in, that's it right there. Replacing God with someone and slash or something. That is that is the worst sin. If you're going to do like the freaking top 10 worst and that's number one. That one gets a platinum medal for being the worst sin. Without a doubt. And all Christians should agree with me. If you don't, you are your fake Christian, the alternative Christian, you're a bootleg, you're more the minion of the Pope, who I'm not a big fan of right now. Yeah. Um, because I don't I there's some things that are a bit iffy if I'm gonna be nice about it. I love I love that Javier Millet calls him a dirty communist. It's like ah oh, the Pope's a dirty communist. We don't do deals with communists. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I wish I could just say, I mean, gente. he's Argentinian, but good for him that he won. He's going to shake things. up. I just like when things get shaken up. Me too. I, I just I just love it. I get tired of the predictable outcome. I get tired of that. Um, even though, quite frankly, um, I think the last two elections, I just put freaking, I just write in some random Marvel character because I just think the, all the, the freaking system is a it's a joke. I, to be honest, we should open more third-party candidates. Um, definitely either libertarian or some something else because yeah. these definitely Republicans. Yeah, uh, the, there are move there are movements that are slowly happening. I know the non non label, unfortunately, is not the best move because that does have a corporate flair to it. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, but if I'm going to use them as an opening act, at least as an open that pathway, so be it. I'm a pragmatist. Yeah, and then throwing all the other craziness. Yeah, probably expand libertarianism. Green Party, even though I don't like their point of views, but yet open access to them as well. Yeah, no, for Your sure. Family's a bit weird. Rent is too damn high. Party, even though that's a meme, you have to help throw them in there because rent is so damn high. Yeah, for all these across America, that could be a legitimate party, even though they're more of a niche party. Uh, what, what, whatever. Just I uh, yeah, Nazism is like the ones like ooh. Yeah. Uh, we should uh, you should be expecting good things from the libertarian party in the coming years. They're under new management. They were under just horrible management for the past 20 years to where they were not even really libertarians to the point where like actual libertarians didn't would call themselves small L libertarians because they were so embarrassed by the party that it was just disgusting. But they're under new management now. They've got a great guy running for president. He doesn't have much of a personality. But he's so fucking smart. His name's Michael Rechtenwald. He's a former professor at NYU, former uh, communist turned radical libertarian. So just a, a very interesting guy. And then you've got RFK running as as a uh, independent, which I am all for. Like, I don't agree with everything he says and does. But the fact that he's out there running as a as an independent is great. Like, I've been telling my my friends that live in California who are Democrats and my friends who and family who live in Idaho who are Republicans. If you live in Idaho, 
you know, Trump's going to get the nomination from here. Give your, go vote Michael Rechtenwald. Even if you're not libertarian, the the stronger that party is, the better it is for everybody. And it's the same with, with RFK as an independent. If you're going to vote D no matter what, and you live in California, why not vote RFK? Like, you know that Biden's still going to get the nomination. Like, everybody's going to vote D. Give these people some power so that they actually have to be better. Like, the libertarians can force the Republicans to be better. Or even, like, I never th thought that we would get RFK. Like, I, I thought the Democratic Party was burned forever. I didn't think we'd ever see anybody who, like, loved freedom and capitalism running as a Democrat anymore. But we got it. You know, he got kicked out of the party. But, you know, if, if you got somebody like him taking 10% of the vote from the Dems, and you've got somebody like Michael Rechtenwald taking 10% from the Republicans. Now we can get concessions from them. Hey, we'll we'll bow out or we'll give you or, you know, we'll um, what do they call it when they, you know, I'm, I, I pick you, whatever. I'm endorsing. We'll endorse yeah, you if we get these, in, you know, concessions from you. And that's a very powerful thing. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, I'm all for it. That's why I've been paying attention to RFK, yeah, even though... Even the whole no labels um thing trying to put up, I'm not even sure they're gonna put a candidate up. They keep saying it was Joe Manchin. I said Joe Manchin, it should not be your guy. Um, let's just be clear. You know he's the most moderate, moderate, radically moderate of the Democrat yeah. party. Even though I think he's he's also a scumbag. Even though his politics argue with more um since I'm I'm more the centrist hybrid slash wild card slash whatever. Um, I, yeah, there's times I've changed my views on some things. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, but I'm, 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 I'm all for it. Really. That's all I'm going to say. I don't got nothing special to add, but I did, I do have, I've been voting more libertarian if that's a, that's an option just because I said, listen, I'm, I said, look, the, both the Dems and the Republicans, yeah, yeah, suck. If the libertarian or independent is available, is going towards that and when i read those candidates they are a whole lot better and they got a far more impressive record the problem is funding political infrastructure and their threshold requirement which is ridiculous they have to get astronomically higher um signatures just to even be in the ballot while democrat republic got much lower signature but yet they got a much bigger vote voting pool i mean you, I think that's the biggest form of election interference and just creating this this duopoly that we have here. I yeah, mean, is it even democratic? I mean, some argue no. Is I would say no. The Republicans are 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 the uh, Harlem. You know, they're the Washington generals to the Harlem Globetrotters. One of my favorite quotes is: "The Republicans are Democrats driving the speed limit." You know. The Democrats are going to say, we want to destroy all of this. We want to destroy this. We want to destroy that. We want to tear this down, tear that down. And the Republicans go, whoa, 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 whoa. Why don't we just tear it down a little bit slower? You know, why don't we just wait a year instead of doing it right now? Yeah, man, the Republicans, I, I get more frustrated with the Republicans than the Democrats because you know what you're getting with the Democrat. You know what they're going to do. They want to expand the government. They want to, you know, make everything fair and equal, which is never going to work. They want to have as much social pro, you know, programs as they possibly can. Uh, I was, I was listening to a leftist 
and, an, and a libertarian talking last week. And the left leftists are so funny to me because they don't understand economics at all. And uh, he's like, you know, we agree on so much with the libertarians. We want this. We want that. You know, I even he goes, I want to get rid of the Federal Reserve. Let's abolish the Federal Reserve. And I want health care for everyone. It's like, yeah, cool, dude. You can have that. Like, you can want that all you want. If we abolish the Federal Reserve, you're not getting health care. It's just not going to happen. So I'll take that. I'll take that alignment all day. with The leftist that wants to get rid of the Federal Reserve. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was my beginning. I mean, just to give a very brief recap, when I started voting, I was an extremely moderate Democrat who would vote Republican if they did good enough. And mm -hmm. I have. And then I switched to a very moderate Republican. And I just say, you know what? Yeah, both suck as far as I'm concerned because you both got glaring issues and you both are partisan hacks. And I have to agree, the Republic, I like that analogy because Republicans, radicalism is going to happen, but we're just going to slow the speed down. Mm -hmm. While Democrats, they want to crank it up as much as possible, but there's things stopping them, and then they're going to bitch, oh, oppression, oppression, it's racist because you're stopping me. You're stopping me. And then they go back, and then they achieve, and then they actually move little by little while the Republicans are just obstructing, obstructing the, the level of, of insanity, government expansion, and all that. Look, I'm for a government, but it has to really fill this purpose. It's too bloated. It's too bureaucratic. And I... Look, I'm, I already have experience um, government um, expansion and a lot of the laws and policies that they push, it's not just stupid, it's very inconvenient and it's just more hell on the normal person. Normal person gets fucked. It doesn't matter if you're yeah. white, black, Latino, or even Asian. I mean, and, and it's horribly immoral. I mean, they're stealing money from working people like you and me. 40% of our, our dollars go to them every year. And what do they use it for? killing people in foreign countries and oppressing their own people. Like it, it's just so immoral, but people are so ingrained to think that this is the only system and it's the only thing standing between, you know, us and chaos and blood in the streets. But in fact, like, you know, you go up, you go to the middle East and you ask who the, the worst people in the world are. They're going to say the United States government is, you know, they're murderers on a mass scale, which is just, it drives me nuts when I see my friends who don't care about anything but football and, you know, don't look into any of this at all. And they just fork over 40% of their money every year and don't think about it twice. It just drives me nuts. Yeah, but that's what they're banking on, right? Just yeah. normalize and normalize. That's why the younger are getting more leftist, socialists, and all that. Because well, you well, we, we could blame TikTok. I'm very anti-TikTok. And I I and I do and I do support even the ban of it. I mean that that's disagreeable to some people. That's fine. Yeah, I'm, I don't buy it. I don't like that one personally. But I I can see why like I don't like any social media. I I don't do Twitter or Facebook anymore. I have a podcast and it would be a lot bigger podcast if I did that stuff. But to me, it's a drain on my life that I would rather have a smaller podcast and not have this destructive poison infiltrating my life at every point, you know? So yeah, I, I get why people would want to ban it. I think that their reason for banning it is not the same reason that you would want it banned for. 
I think that they want it banned because they want control of the data. They don't give a shit about them. You know, there's a demand problem that nobody talks about with TikTok. Like, they're just filth. They're showing our kids all this and that and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, the kids are also picking up the phone and you're the one buying it for them. So, like, how do we fix this demand problem as well as the infiltration problem? Like, we don't want foreign governments infiltrating us. Like, they know that, you know, I don't. I'm not a China hawk personally. Like, I don't think that China wants to destroy the United States. I think that's a neocon, like, propaganda talking point. To me, it would be like the dr- your dr- if I'm your drug dealer and you're just buying drugs from me all day, every day, why would I kill you? It makes no sense. So, like, do they want to have more power on the geopolitical stage? Absolutely. Like, that's what every state wants. But, like, the thought that they're just going to wipe out their their own economy to take over ours is just a crazy thought to me. I don't know what you think about that. Oh, no, I tend to agree with that. Me, to me, China is not the, it's not the biggest part. I just try to be preventative. Um, but no, I have my problems with Facebook and Instagram and all that massive reforms on that for sure. But of course my reason, like I think you're articulated, no, you're not. I think you articulated well that, my reason ban TikTok and their reason ban is two different things. Yeah. Theirs was control, mine is move for protection, which sadly that could be easily conflated in politics. Oh, but you let us control yeah. it, we could protect you kind yeah. of thing. So, One is morals, the other is that, power. Yeah. Yeah. So and say that in American politics, that could easily be meshed together. Oh, they they love to wrap their bullshit in, in moral purity. Yeah. You know, so yeah, like, and that's exactly. with the Democrats, they're running into such a massive problem because they're constantly at a purity test with each other. They don't know what to say a lot of times because you got to give it a week or two to, to see which side you're supposed to be on. They're having a real hard time with this war with between Hamas and Israel right now because they've oh, just yeah. hammered these people with the colonizers are the enemy and the colon colonized are the moral righteous people. You know, that's not always the case. Like, uh, I, I'm not one of these guys who pretends that, like, these people in Palestine, we could just bring them over here to the United States and everything would be fine. Like, I don't think that they could just integrate with Israel and everything would be fine. Like, there, there's a lot of bad people over there. There's a lot of bad people in, in, in Israel as well. And unfortunately, they're the ones running the government. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they will smear you being anti-Semite. Just oh, yeah. saying that. Even when you just criticize yeah. the government. Now, what they were Literally. saying in the debate the other day, anti-Zionism is now anti-Semitism, which is so crazy. Like, nobody would yeah, ever— that lady lost my vote. Yeah, nobody would ever fucking claim that, like, um, if you hated the United States government, that you were anti-white or anti—you know, whatever. they. It's just crazy. Somebody would declare you a hero. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so let's be clear about that. Hey, you, you know, I mean, I talk to people that um, that are me. I consider myself a tough love. I love America. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna call you out. You know, there's just those who really hate America, but yet they choose to be. That means you don't hate America that much. I mean, come on, let's give me, give me, give me a fucking break. And sure. That's why we're American flag pride. No, no, no. You, you like America. It's just that you just want to be a stupid, ungrateful little bitch about it. And sure. I do regret to he and she. So I'm not just calling women bitches. I call men bitches too. If anything, I've called men bitches more than even women. 
um, because they have shown great weakness. And some of them are very dramatic when you call them out, even worse than the woman. I expect the woman to be dramatic, but the men, ooh, some of them could crank it up two or three notches. Oh, yeah. Okay, so once I've countered, you know, I ain't saying, I'm not saying, uh, you know, the, the one arm madman is business because he got one arm. That's wrong. If I say it, but I'm not going to say that. Like, I've seen people with limitations are doing great because their spirit propels them to do great. They have a very great mindset. Sometimes even better than mine. Yeah. I, was like, oh, I don't want to get up. And I just think to myself, it could be a lot worse. Yeah. I got to be, I could probably be alive breathing with a half a head, which is suffering. I said, just kill me now. Sure. <laughs> just, kill yeah. me. Just, just finish the fucking job. Just kill me. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to be alive with this, with this half a head. Yeah. You know? Um. So, you know, I, you know, I, I just love how people just conflate things. It's because it's my little, mal intent. But um, now I want to get back to that. Definitely that Israeli and Hamas thing. Cause my position is, look, yeah, both have the right to your your states. The problem is... One's not a state. Right. And the other, the other thing is... And the other thing is, I mean, Hamas really needs to go, pure and simple. I mm -hmm. mean, they just, they, they're terroristic. You can't negotiate with terrorists. And the Israeli government needs to be reformed. Formed. Yeah. Well, they're the because ones they, that yeah, created Hamas. They funded Hamas so that yeah, this for yeah, this exact situation, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I agree. They yeah, they the ones that have braided um Brett Brett this damn issue with their with their craziness and even um encroachment and all that other stuff. I'm not gonna say it's a apartheid, all of that. I mean, that's been a mess for millennia. Yeah. At least a millennia based on recorded history. Um, you know, and like I just say the innocent people of Israel and Palestine are the ones that getting screwed the most. And I'll even add the third population that doesn't get mentioned, like the Native Americans of America, yeah. is the freaking Christian population. Yeah. That could displace in nearly and they're at the brink of extinction. Some that the Palestinian the Palestinian victimhood cannot claim legitimately yet, but since some of them are that delusional, they'll just claim it anyways. And of course, Israel, they're gonna claim the, the car too, because oh, we the only Jewish state, yeah. you know, these other crazy Muslims, but that's not true. There's moderate Muslim countries that want to do business with Israel. So that narrative, it's falling apart. Yeah. Okay. You know, not all Muslims want to join one side with Iran, Hamas, no, they want to do business. Yeah. They're the ones that want to be prosperous. I mean, give me a fucking break with that narrative. Yeah. They won't, you know, so that that that's nonsense. This is why it's good to pay attention to these things because whatever the mainstream media or even some of the alternative media is gonna feed you bullshit. Yeah. My uh my ex-wife is Iranian. Her whole family is Iranian. Uh we were married in 2015. And at that point, the, it was a completely different world. Like Donald Trump hadn't, you know declared president yet so like racism wasn't this thing and i never like even thought that an interracial marriage at my house might be a bad idea because it just never even came into my head but her entire family escaped iran they lost 50 percent of their wealth coming over here and they all became productive christian citizens like as soon as i started hearing that that narrative i was like well wait a minute what about the entire persian you know, population of Southern California who have mo like largely converted to Christianity and are just 
capitalists. They want to have a great life just like we do. Like, I, I remember the only like thing is I had to tell my grandfather, I was like, hey, look, you know, I know you're not a fan of the Middle East, but like no parking lot jokes or anything like that. Like, let's just keep it civil. And he, he was kind of like, you know, oh, whatever, blah, blah. But he ended up having a great time talking with everybody. Like her uncle is the head heart surgeon at the University of Chicago. They talked about the stock market and politics for hours. Like we had to clear them out. So yeah, like this idea that these people just hate each other because, you know, like they just hate you because you're free. They, they just hate your freedom. That is such a disgusting line of propaganda. It makes me sick that I actually believed it at one point when I was a kid. I didn't know any better. You know, it was, you're either with us or with the terrorists, says George W. Bush. And me growing up in right-wing America, all I know is I'm not a Democrat. I don't know that there's any other options because they don't even want you to know what a libertarian or a, you know, Green Party type of person is. Like, they want to keep that out of your mind completely. Ugh. Oh, you know, I, I, absolutely. Thank God for my curious mind. I, I will say, once I get, once I see that string of hope, I keep getting it. I keep grabbing it until it comes a full, a full yarn. I was like, oh, there's a new idea here. What is this? Oh, there's something outside Democrats and Republicans. I mean, I found out about this. I would say, if I want to brag a little bit. I'll probably say my second presidential vote. So I was just learning about these other parties. That's okay. It's probably going to be the last one I'm voting D's with some R's based mm-hmm. on what I researched. Because I, I mean, if you want to hack my voting records, it's as purple as it could be in, yes, libertarians. I have voted for libertarians. I have voted for independents. I vote for where I think is fucking great for the moment. Yeah, that's the way it should be. But no, vote blue no matter who. Or if you don't vote for red, you're dead. Kind of fear mongering propaganda for both parties. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, you're their sheep. You're just a number to them. And they'll keep then they'll keep doing they'll keep playing this game until a good chunk of the population starts overriding the script, so to speak. Yeah start making changes and that's what i hope to do um i'm going to shine more light to organizations that are opening pathways for other third parties you know libertarian the down comes to mind because that is the largest third party period in yeah. america yeah like people like that have essentially the same views as me hold the keys to the third largest party in america which is a very big deal like and I have such a problem with voting. Like I, I always brag that I have a perfect voting record because I've never voted. <laughs> My view has always been that like if voting was fair, they wouldn't let us do it. And then you've got the the Republicans who are, you know, we're just going to vote our way to freedom. Like just vote for Republican and you're going to be free. Like everything's going to be great. So like I, I do understand that like you can't just not vote and expect to be free. But at the same time, like, the idea that we're just going to be able to vote our way to freedom is kind of fucked because it's, it's not worked. And I don't, I don't know that it can, you know, look at how, how easily they were able to marginalize Robert Kennedy jr. Off of the ticket off out of the party, just goodbye. When there was there, he's pulling way higher than Joe Biden. Like you couldn't find 
a, like a, a sane Democrat who would say that he would not do a better job. I mean, they, they've done a great job of, of demonizing him, but I mean, it's kind of crazy how quickly they were able, which is also like a, another great thing that like the Libertarian Party is an actual party where an independent, you know, you're kind of just starting from scratch every time. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I've seen, I mean, I have to say it, I had my first impression of Libertarian was, actually, I'm not going to say, hey, this is my own experience. Such during 2016 campaign, what was the candidate? Gary Johnson. Like Johnson. Gary oh. Johnson. I, I had, I had, as a, oh, the He's ones terrible. I'm who are good. Yeah. He's was terrible. Like, oh, God. In the it, one year. He sounds like a, he in sounds a, like an alternate Democrat. Yeah. Some the one year where a, a third party was truly important, where everybody, almost everybody hated with a passion one of the candidates, the third party option that we threw up was just a boring Democrat. He's a free market Democrat is what I would I call those types. Same thing, kind of like Joe Manchin. Like he's, he's better, Gary Johnson to be better than Joe Manchin, but they're essentially just free market Democrats. They're going to, they're going to align with everything the Democrat party wants, except like a few things that hinder capitalism. Uh, Yeah. And especially the way they, they throw their, their events, which is, I find someone very laughable. A couple of guys just running on underwear. So what the fuck is this? It's okay. I mean, you got the party part right, but yeah. I'm not sure that's going to disrupt the system. I mean, no, Gary Gary Johnson's going to disrupt the system. Like that's such a freaking joke; it's insane. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we're the anti-establishment guys. Vote Gary Johnson. <laughs> Even his name is boring. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, he's just. I mean, if Born was real, a literal human being, I think that would be yeah. Funny. Absolutely, and modification uh, of boring. Yeah, it was so it was so infuriating for so many. I think like I think he would surpass Ben Stein to what annoys to the clear eye commercial. <laughs> At least Ben Stein was funny boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Let's call it a day. Thanks again for coming on, man. It was a pleasure talking with you. We'll have to do this again sometime. Yeah, man. Good night, everybody.